This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself <laughs> laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey, everybody. This is Monday. If here in Texas, day, it's... You know, it's uh, we're actually recording on a Sunday night, and it's 70, but, you know, if you ever want to see the weather change, just come to Texas. That's right. Yeah, you never know what one day holds. Anyway, this is Living It Up While Beginning Again, and I'm Scott, along with my lovely wife, Teresa, and we pray that you guys had a really great weekend, and uh, we have a really good topic. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and uh, listen, we're just we're glad to be with you today, and... Uh, and so we want to get straight to our topic. We do. And here it is. The Lord is with you. Okay. Now you may not believe it or feel like that, but God sees your potential. And today we're going to discuss why seeing yourself as God does is the first step towards your success and the hope in your possibility of freedom. Until we see ourselves as what God does, it's difficult to have any hope and you really cannot expect much freedom, honey. That's right. And, you know, we get this from the book of Judges in the Old Testament, chapter 6 through 8. And he's about, it's about, it's about one of Gideon. my favorite characters. You and I yeah. relate to him. Yeah, he I love the old Gideon. of his family. Yeah, he was the baby of the family mm-hmm. and didn't really think he had a whole lot mm-hmm. to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, probably was picked on by his older siblings. They and, always think they know more yeah. than Yeah. And so, uh, but you know what? This is what God, the angel of the Lord, actually told Gideon in chapter 6. Verse 12, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, which was Gideon, and said, mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Can't you just see him looking yeah. around going, are you talking hero? to me? Hero? What are you talking about, me? Uh, what? You know, but that's what, he, that's what he's telling every one of his children. Hey, mighty hero, I'm with you. Okay, now go forward, man. I got you, man. You know, the, the, I'm the one who's going to encourage you. I am the Lord Almighty. I'm the one who has you by, your, by in the palm of my hand. You know, so. Um, God can do it. Yeah, and then, you know, one thing about old Gideon, though, you know, the way he was raised being the youngest, he wanted God to prove himself to him first. Mm-hmm. So, God, you know what, man? And if, I, if I put this tunic, you know, outside and in the morning, the, do, the, the ground is wet and the tunic is dry. I mean, then then I'll believe it, and then you know, then the next time, well, if the tunic is wet and and the ground is in the ground is dry, you know, then I'll believe it. So God did it, and you know, confirmation, yeah, confirmation. They call it a fleece in the Bible. Yeah, fleece, yes. And then you know, Gideon said to God, "Please don't be angry with me, but let me make one more request. Mm -hmm. Let me use the fleece for one more time. This time, let the fleece remain dry." Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and so overthinker. Yeah, yeah, well, he was definitely overthinking. Head you know, problems. Yeah, and uh, what did it say here? Um, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it just it just shows really. Here it is. And the first one that Gideon asked him was, "If you are truly going to help me, show me a sign to prove that it is really the Lord speaking to me. Don't go away until I come back and bring my offering to you." He so I, yeah, so, you know, that was the first thing Gideon asked him to do. Okay, I'm going to go get my offering. And so don't go anywhere. Yeah. I'll be right back. You know, 
and he came back. God was still there, you know. And so, gosh, I, I, I don't know, man. I think we can all relate to this. I know I can mm -hmm. because so many times I say, you know, okay, Lord, you know, if you just show yourself to me, then I'll, I'll do this. You know, I'll know that it's you telling me to do this. Mm -hmm. He's already showed me. Mm -hmm. He hung on a cross. He bled to death. He died for us. What else does he need to show you? Okay, now, that's the way I see it. A tree, you need to wait on God's confirmation. Yes, in, in the practical things of life. Yes, but to in order to step out in faith. But to ask him over and yeah. over. And oh, you and I have had this conversation so many times. Because yeah. I fall into this trap at times. And the last one I fell into, I asked God again. And I even said, and do it, could you do it this way? Or come, come Yeah, give it him way. a way to do he it. He did none of it. He did none of it. And he, you know what, you know what I believe that he had told me? I have already done that for you. That's right. Stop it. That's right. And I heard his still small voice, though he was so faithful, honey. One more time he told me again. And I caught it. And so I was like, I'm so sorry, God. I am yeah. so sorry that I allow myself to be tempted like that by the enemy to doubt what you told me in the beginning. He doesn't change his mind. Right. You know? It doesn't. When the practical things of life, we're not saying don't ask him for confirmation. That's not what we're saying. We're saying once you get it, trust him and keep going forward. There's no point in asking him over and over and over. Then that's a problem. There's some yeah. issues there that, you know, y'all need to deal with between you and God. Yeah, we all do. And with me, it, again, it's that... Fear and trust issue. Mm -hmm. You know, how do I know? Well, how do I know? Well, stop overthinking it. And you remind me, God, what did I tell you? And I go so far as to journal things and I write things down when he gives them to me, when he, when he gives them to me in the word, when he gives them to me through someone, someone says, something I stumble upon, I hear his voice, whatever it is. And those always encourage me. I want to encourage y'all to do that. So when you get into those situations, the enemy tries to put that doubt on you that you did not hear from God or you need to tell him to go back to that. Right. It's, it's, so, it's so helpful. Well, you know what? One thing I saw that was really compelling here is when God told Gideon, you know, uh, the angel of the Lord told him, you know, mighty hero, the Lord is with you. I mean, Gideon didn't see himself in that way. Do you see yourself as a hero? God does. God sees you as a hero of the faith. That's the way God looks at you. And so we too must begin finding the courage to see ourselves in new light and summon up hope for a better life the way God sees us. Then as God gives us the strength, we can, we can set about pursuing freedom from the bondage that surrounds us and our family. That's right. I mean, you know, when we start seeing ourselves as, as a child of the king, as an heir to Jesus, man, I tell you what, if that won't give you courage, I don't know what will. Mm -hmm. You know, what does it say in, in Ephesians? You know, to put on the whole armor of God, the whole armor from your head to your toes. And the way we do that is to know him.
then God will encourage us. Mm-hmm. Right. We just want to encourage y'all. God loves you more than you can ever imagine. Ask him to confirm that. Just That's ask right. him to confirm it to you. He will. He will. And then go on. Go on. But he wants you to take that first step. He does. He wants you to take that step of faith. And once you begin to see yourself like he sees you, you're going to start getting free. Yeah, what did he tell Doubting Thomas? You know, and Doubting Thomas said, well, let me put my... My mm-hmm. my hand, my fingers where your holes in your hands mm-hmm. and my in the my my hand in the side where you were you know mm-hmm. uh, had the spear, mm-hmm. and Jesus looked at him and he said, "Oh Thomas," he said, "Blessed are those who have seen me, but blessed more are those who have not seen me and mm-hmm. still have faith." That's right. Mm. There it is, you know, there it is right there. That's when God calls you, mighty hero. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Okay, because you are, you're a mighty hero to Jesus Christ. You are his creation. He is so proud of you every morning. So wake up in the morning and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for letting me be your child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going through some really rough stuff right now. But with you, Mm -hmm. all things are possible. And don't forget, if you are a parent, I am not, but I always say this, God is a parent. And those of you that are parents, you Mm -hmm. still discipline your children because not only do they need it, but because you love them. That's right. And God disciplines us when things look like they are not going the way we think they should. Maybe you married the wrong person. Maybe you took the wrong job. Maybe you moved to the wrong neighborhood. Maybe this, maybe that. Don't blame God. Mm-hmm. Did you seek him about it? You know what? He's trying to get the best to you. And when things start to fall apart, just remind yourself, okay, he's got trying to do something here. I, I obviously went off and made some poor choices, and I really was out of his will. Mm-hmm. Well, let him help you get into back into the flow, into his will, and then see what happens and stop the blame game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And let us encourage you too. I mean, Abraham, Adam, Isaac, Jacob, Isaiah, all the apostles, all the the great men and women of the Bible, they all made mistakes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But God looked at them and said, hey, mighty hero, you're going to speak. I'm going to speak through you. So others will know me. And does it mean that all hell is not going to break loose in your life ever again? Mm-hmm. No. We're in a spiritual battle. And the enemy is out to steal, kill, and destroy what God is trying to do in your life. But you have to remember, God is bigger than any of that. He is with you, just like it says right here. Mm-hmm. My hero, the Lord is with you. Even when our lives fell apart and everything was went so, I mean, all hell broke loose in our lives, Scott. God was, he was with us. He was trying to say, I'm trying to do a new thing. But right. you, these props got to go. These people got to go. These substances, they mm-hmm. got to go. These wrong things that you, my lovely child that I love with all of my heart, I died so much for you, went the wrong way. That's right. So. Well, mighty hero. <laughs> Or Shiro, honey. Or Shiro. Hero. Or Shiro. Do you know what do you want to know that the Lord is with you? I mean, I tell you what. 
We're still here. It changed my life. Changed mine too. Sure did. So listen, if you want to know that the Lord is with you, the first step you need to do is to give your life to him. Maybe you thought you had in the past. You're realizing through this podcast, man, I need the Lord with me, and I, I haven't given my heart to him. Today I lay down everything at the altar. So if you would please pray this prayer of salvation with us. Please know that the Lord is with you and that you are one of his mighty heroes, our sheroes. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Lord, I know you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day. And because of that cross, you say my sins are forgiven if I ask you from a sincere heart to forgive me. Lord, please forgive me of my sins. Lord, I want to be a mighty hero for you. Because you are my hero who died for me. Today, I give you my heart, my mind, and my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. But anyway, if you did give your life to the Lord right then, we'd love for you to email us at info at livingitup.org. And we'd love for you to go to our Facebook page, Living It Up Beginning Again.